Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. on and at the Infinity Center. Thank you for joining me live. Thank you for constantly coming back, being refreshed and renewed, challenged, encouraged, fortified in your faith, and then seeing and hearing the testimonies of what God is doing. Not just the increase, but the favor. Oh, what a wonderful time. The healing that is taking place as you listen, especially to these messages on the heart. We continually stir you up, challenge you, and then wanting God to affect your life into His goodness. I like that. Affect your life into His goodness. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. Not some days when I feel good, but all the days of my life. And as I said, I just got the visual of Moses saying, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your glory. And God took him and hid him in the rock and passed in front of him. And uh, we describe it as the backside of, of God is what, is what Moses saw. And in that backside, he said, God's goodness and God's mercy. And seeing God's goodness and mercy unfolded the, the uh, what, what do I want to say? the generations of the heavens and the earth, how it was created. He saw so many things that was revealed to him. And I pray that as you see God's goodness, hear his goodness over this session tonight, that, oh, your imagination of seeing into the revelatory things of God will be opened up unto you. Refresh our heart is how I started tonight. Refresh our heart, Lord. Cleanse our heart. Oh, thank you, Jesus. As we're talking about the heart, I want to read you Proverbs 4.23 straight out the gate. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance, and above all that you guard, for out of it flows the springs of life. I'm reading that from the Amplified Version. I know so many of us can quote it from the King James, but I just want to change it up. I want to read you Matthew 6, verse 21 and 23. For where your treasure is, where's your treasure tonight? Can you locate where your treasure is? There your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Let's give you something to look at and concentrate on tonight. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? I want to speak to you and bring a balance as we talk about the heart. What are you seeing? 
both the goodness and then the darkness. What's that place in your heart? Is that place in your heart a place of fear, doubt, bitterness, unforgiveness, anger? Do you have an unloving spirit? I've just been reading about this and just it just, oh, opened my thought pattern to recognizing and understanding what an unloving spirit is. It's that self-condemnation. You can't give love, neither can you receive love. And anything that anybody does for you, uh, you feel that they're getting at you You, you, because of that place in your heart that your eyes see only darkness. Wow. And so let's talk about tonight the things that's going on in your heart, the good that is going in your heart, the place of due diligence, the place of joy, the place of uh, being refreshed and renewed, the place of imagination. When your heart gets filled, it's easy for you to receive revelation, right? Uh, Because revelation speaks to to the inner part of you that you that you cannot express and before I get too carried away I started um, meditating when I think of the heart um, our body mind and spirit but let's take it from a different way spirit soul and body and the scripture that I started meditating on this mark 12 verse 30 and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength, this is the first commandment. And this is Jesus quoting again what God gave the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. He gave them that commandment. That was one of the first commandments he gave them. And it's renewed in us again in the New Testament. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. What did I open up with? Um, You know, keep your heart guarded. Because out of it flows the springs of life. Some of you say the issues of life. I want to say the springs of life. What is the spring of life that you are in? Are you in joy, happiness, gratefulness of heart, a good attitude? And no matter what comes your way, you find the peace in it. You find the resolve to it and move on. You quickly get corrected. You quickly repent. Oh, you're easy to forgive. And that, that easy to forgive doesn't mean that you are a pushover. It means that you can, when you forgive, you are free indeed. Let me just highlight that for a minute when I talk about free indeed, because that's a, another issue of the heart. When you can forgive, when you don't hold on to bitterness, when you don't hold on to malice, when you're not jealous, uh, you have the ability to forgive. My character, my very nature is of a forgiving person. And uh, don't, don't get it confused. I forgive because I can look you in the eye, no matter what you've done to me, and, and, and speak to you with no evil intent because I've moved on. And that's a discipline God taught me early in life. I, I, I've grown up in a large family, so it's easy to hold anger. It's easy to hold hatred against your brother and your sister. And, but I brought that into leadership. And in leadership, you have to deal with people as they are. You, you're not adding to the insult by dragging up something that happened to you long ago. And so you know when people are healed, you know when people are forgiven, because when they face the same situation, different character, different personality, but same spirit, uh, you can handle it in such a way that that person feels that they are the first person to ever harm you this way. They're not seeing that this is years of unresolved 
issue and unresolved blockages in your heart. Your character doesn't uh, show that nature to them. That's what I'm talking about. That is free indeed. That is forgiveness. Will I trust you the same way? No, but the relationship is now on my footing. I have the, I have the power. I have the control. It's no longer in your hands to uh, bully me. I've, I've been bullied as a, as a child. Bullyness will, will keep you retreating, not stepping forward. There's so many times when I'm dropped in the deep end, and instead of saying I'm being bullied into this, I'm, I get enlarged to fulfill what has been placed upon me. Somebody's going to receive that. I get fulfilled to be enlarged to fulfill the thing that I'm being dropped into. And so out of the heart, there's so many things that can flow out of it. The, t- the Bible tells you that bitter and sweet doesn't flow out of the same rock, out of the same river, out of the same well. But let me address some things tonight. Let's talk about these topics. Fear, doubt, bitterness, unforgiveness, anger, an unloving spirit, self-condemnation. All these things affect your heart. If you are in constant fear, you walk around timid. You walk around not wanting to do anything new. You walk around not even wanting to be among friends to a certain degree. Your friends um, typically reflect who you are. You don't want people around you that will stretch you, that will hold you accountable because you're all you're all in fear anyway. And so you're just bound, even if you, that's if you do meet, because now uh, technology has it that we can text each other. We don't have to see each other's face. But God wants us to have fellowship and to have fellowship that is true, that is pure, that is honest. God wants us to have fellowship where when we talk to each other, we confront the thing that is crippling our spirit, breaking our heart. There's so many of you, let me stay right here for a moment, that have a broken heart over things that have happened to you prior in your life, and you've never confessed them. You've never taken control over them. You've just pushed it down further, and you're just watching your health decline. Let me speak to you right now and say, let's identify what it is. It is unresolved issues and we address it tonight. Yes, we do. We put it in the comments. I addressed my unsolved issues tonight. I take control over them right now. Yes, let's, let's do that together because when the enemy sees that place that you have, I talked about this last week, he sees that as legal access to sickness and disease and infirmities in your body. He sees that as his territory. All he needs is a little opening and he comes flooding in. But we're going to cut these roots and address these roots tonight so that you can be in complete wholeness in this season. Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. I love this season because I love talking about the heart. When you have fear, and that leads to doubt, that doubt, let's talk about anger. The thing we don't talk about much is that that angry, murdering spirit. If you hate your brother, you have anger. If you hate your sister, you have anger. Let's make it plain. If you hate your boss, 
you have anger. If you hate your teacher, those of you that are, that are students and you hate your teacher, we've seen anger rise in small children. Small children are so angry. Where does it come from? It comes from a root of offense that has happened to them. And, and at some point, it never got corrected. Or they've been that stubborn child that can't express themselves with words, but, but with rather with anger, with lashing out. And because it's never been addressed, they bring it into adulthood. They bring it into relationships. Let's get to the root. It starts and is held and fed by the heart condition. And you keep adding to that. How do we break that spirit of anger? We talk, we converse, we reason together. We sit down and we find a middle ground. One or both sides have to compromise and, and say what we're compromising for so that we can get to, oh, that's so good. That's good negotiation skills right there. What are we compromising, both of us? What are we both compromising for so that we can have a good resolve? What do I compromise not to do to you and you compromise not to do to me so that we can have an end result? Oh my gosh, that is, that is where this world is lacking right now. We would rather remain in our, in our malice, as the Bible calls it. We'd rather remain in jealousy. We'd rather remain in a, with a, a, an expression that we cannot express. Oh, anger. Bitterness is another root that we must address. That, that root, oh, you offended me and I hold it against you. Let's give it, let's give it um, verbiage. Let's give it vocabulary. You hurt me. You wounded me. And instead of telling you oh, that you hurt me or I've told you that you hurt me and you keep doing it over and over again. And instead of addressing it now, I hold bitterness against you. Every time you do it, I can rehearse. Both men and women, we have good memory. I know men say women have really good memory. But both men and women have good memories of hurt. That when we are standing in the moment of the action that is happening, we can rehearse the first time it happened. The enemy can take us back to that place. A, a strategy that I've learned from my early years, and I, and I used to use this in deliverance ministries at, at, when, I, when I used to do deliverance, I would say to the person, when it rises up, right there in your thought pattern, take control by saying, this is under the blood. I have, I have received healing for this very situation. It's, it's a mindset switch. I know the language now. It's a spiritual alignment where my spirit takes over my emotion. That's, where, that's, that's where how I got to this place, where my spirit takes over my emotion. There must be a switch that happens to you when the enemy comes at you, the Spirit of the Lord reminds you that you have asked for forgiveness and this action is now in the sea of forgetfulness. And I will not go, come on somebody, I love this phrase, I will not give the enemy control that I go under the blood and bring up that uh, accusation. I bring up that that of emotion. I bring up that anger again because it is under the blood. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Forgiveness is yours tonight. 
and you'll have a vocabulary and an expression and an understanding of what that freedom looks like, of what that walking in the fullness of the Spirit of the living God actually feels like in your whole being. Oh, glory to his name. Bitterness, unforgiveness. We talked about the anger. We talked about the an unloving spirit. Where do you and how do you find an unloving spirit? In the people that are around you, be, a, be what's the word I'm looking for? Have the ability to discern. To discern those who mean you good and those who mean you harm. And that can be very difficult if you have unresolved issues of the heart. Because no matter what somebody does, we have this phrase uh, uh, among us uh, women that that you men are going to learn right now, that um, a woman can be so hurt that she cannot receive a good guy. She's always attracted to the guy who will abuse her. You see that in movies, but it's in real life. That spirit of abuse is attracted to her and, or, and to him. A, guy, a good guy can never find a good girl. And what a, a girl that will love him, will receive him, that will encourage him, that will uplift him, that see the goodness in him and not abuse it, not take advantage of his goodness. They see his kind nature, his nurturing nature, his nature to correct and at the same time uplift. And they don't see that as a put down. He's putting me down. They see that as somebody who believes in them. Uh, have I made it plain? Can you, can, you see the, can you see these characters in your life? And so what does that unloving spirit do? It begins to reject before you even have the chance to get to know because it's already in fight mode. You will, you will not come near me. You will not get behind th- this wall that I have put up. Fight mode. And God wants us to be not a, what's the word? Because whenever I talk like this, I get, I get texts and messages saying, so you want me to be a, 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 a doormat? No. I want you to know that people who believe in you don't just throw words at you, but they stick with you to walk you through. There's a difference between critique and cursing. Uh, just, just make it plain. There's, there's no, let's not do it in between. Critique, Marina, you need to do that better. Marina, you can present that in a, in a better way. Critique. Criti- um, criticism, that's like they're cursing you. Oh, you never do that good. You never do that well. Uh, don't, don't, don't bother because you know you're just going to make a mess of it. Find those who in their critique uplift you to make you feel that you can do better. You can give your best. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.